Hello and welcome. You're listening to Then Again, What Do We Know? A podcast that's all about exploring the human experience from an unofficial point of view. Your hosts are Mer Monson and Brianne Griebel, that's me, and we hope you'll sit back, relax, and just ponder what we're talking about. As we explore new ways of looking at life, we're hoping that you will do the same. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Well, welcome to our still as of yet unnamed podcast. <laughs> I'm sure by the time this is public, we will have a name. <laughs> Maybe it will be the unnamed podcast. The unnamed podcast. Maybe that is the name. <laughs> uh, I am Brianne Griebel, and uh, with me, my, my partner in podcast. Hi, Mer. Mer Monson. Mer Monson. Hello, dear. Hi. How are you? I'm good. We're we're doing all right, huh? Yeah, I'm ready to dive in. <laughs> yeah, we said we're just going to dive right in. We said we were going to talk uh about emotions this week. So you nope. just cut out. Oh, did I? <laughs> <laughs> so better now than later, right? Better now than later. We were just talking about how um, we were afraid I might cut out because of my internet connection here is kind of wonky and we're talking on the internet. We'll see how it goes. You're welcome to turn yourself off if you want. (laughs) (laughs) And I I didn't mean that as a metaphor. (laughs) I met your beautiful face on the camera. (laughs) Uh, I I feel like we're probably just going to leave all of this in. I could edit edit it out. Edited, edited, edited is a weird word in the past tense. Uh, I may edit it out. I may leave it in, but I am going to turn my video off uh, just to keep us more stable. Um, so where were we? We were going to talk about emotions this week. Yes. Um, and I think we're just going to dive in. Like, what do you, what do you see around the emotional human experience, Mer, that has been helpful for you and maybe helpful for anybody who's listening? I feel like you and I could probably say a lot about emotions. <laughs> yeah. I, what's, what's kind of fresh for, for me right now is this question that I've just kind of been hanging out in for several weeks. And it's the question of, can can a feeling can an emotion actually hurt us mm-hmm. like is there is there really something in us that can take anything when it comes to a feeling yeah and still recover you know still find that resilience still be untouched by it somewhere and be fully okay. Like that idea isn't new to me. I've been sinking into it slowly, kind of like a hot tub over the past (laughs) few years. (laughs) But all of a sudden I'm like, really? Is that really true? And I've just kind of been looking fresh for myself to see what what I can see about that. And I don't feel like I can see it all the way, Mm -hmm. but I am amazed at how much a human can take 
and still find a sunrise at mm. the end of it. Mm. Yeah. That's, you know, I feel like I've kind of been in this um, current state where I just, I've just seen over and over again that the emotions aren't what I used to think they were. And so I think I've, I haven't really looked at it in a while. I've just been kind of giving every emotion the benefit of the doubt of like, okay, yeah, I'm in grief. Okay, yeah, I'm in happiness. Yeah, like, and just not thinking about it. <laughs> well, and isn't you know? that awesome? Oh my God. If, <laughs> like, you know, I, I've been thinking like, if there's one thing I wish I could give every human being on the face of the planet, it would be the capacity to see their emotions aren't what they think they are, that they can sit with any feeling and the feeling will pass and there's nothing they have to do. There's nothing wrong with any emotion, any feeling, like it, no matter how intense, like if you just sit with it, like to be able to see your own capacity to do that, it kind of sort of is a superpower. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Cause I mean, how big is the world of this is why you have feelings and this is what they mean. And this is what you need to do about them. Yeah. This is how you fix them. This is how you manage control. You know, yeah. there's, I mean, I was so lost in that world for so many years. Yeah, well, that yeah, that goes back to our topic last week—the self-help world. You and I both, I think, were really right. immersed How to in that. Help yourself through feelings, yeah. right? Yeah, That's a whole self-help world in itself. <laughs> oh my God, yes. Um, yeah. It's so. You know, I'm just think like, wh like, what is it? Like, why do we miss that? Why, you know, why is it so hard for us to see that we can just be with that? And I, you know, in my own reflections of like how do I get other people to see this? Cause you know, you and I are coaches and that's kind of in essence, what we're, we're trying to do is to help people see something beyond what they've seen before about, you know, themselves, about life. Um, and I think, you know, it, we are so obsessed, whether it's like we are consciously obsessed as in we are like literally like um, deliberately trying to do something about our emotions or thinking about our emotions or thinking they're right or wrong, or just somewhere in the background, there's this idea that our emotions are right and wrong and good and bad. And we're so obsessed with how we feel. We're, to me, we're, we're looking in the wrong direction when it comes to our feelings. We're like, we're looking at all the, I guess, maybe superficial or periphery kind of things about our feelings and, and all the ideas about the good ones and the bad ones. And I should be feeling this or I shouldn't be feeling that and what I need to do about this and how I can feel more of that. And we're so focused on all of that stuff we've kind of lost the ability to like really just look at the emotion, just like sit with it and look at it, look at anger, like look at grief, like even look at the, the good ones. Like, you know, <laughs> we tend to talk about this stuff as like kind of the bad ones. Cause and that's just because nobody's currently looking for a cure for happiness. <laughs> um, <laughs> but just to like go, wow, look at that feeling without all of the extra noise we have about all of our emotions with all the extra baggage and conditioning and ideas and thoughts and things we have about feelings but just look at the feeling there's a real power in that i think you can see a whole lot 
just by you're not looking at the feeling itself yeah yeah and I mean you obviously I don't mean that literally because I don't know where to look for for anger when I'm feeling it and see it like (laughs) well and you're you don't mean look with an agenda you mean just right look curiously yeah yeah it's really fascinating to me like I'm fast like currently who knows how I'm going to feel tomorrow what this is all going to look like tomorrow I know enough not to hang on to any particular point of view I'm having in any moment too strongly because <laughs> I've right. seen they change so fast but currently I am just so fascinated with feelings with how like looking at wow I am and not necessarily in the moment like I've been consumed by a lot of grief lately as I'm kind of basically walking my mother through Alzheimer's and this illness and essentially to her death, to be honest, um, that comes with a lot of feels, (laughs) a lot. And I feel like to deny any of them is to do the experience a disservice. There's something real beautiful about grieving about rage like uh, so much anger about it all like life and the situation but i'm not worried about the grief i'm not worried about the anger it's like to me and i'm going to shut up here in a moment because i feel like i've been rambling but no i will i actually have a question for you yeah okay so <laughs> you've you've talked about you know the being obs- the idea of being obsessed with feelings mm-hmm. and then just a moment ago used the word fascinated that you're so mm-hmm. fascinated by feelings mm-hmm. and i just i i want you to speak to what what is the difference how how do you know the difference and mm. and what i'm trying to get at my question it's not quite there um What is it to fully allow a feeling from the place of fascination rather than obsession? Like, what do you see about that? Well, to go back to our first episode and our first thing, I think we said, I'm not an expert in anything. Um, Maybe that's the name of our podcast. (laughs) first idea we're not our first good try the podcast um <laughs> but just genuinely the way it looks to me right um and just a comparison and contrast uh, com- to compare and contrast in my own life like you know before the the obsession were feelings were, was there was something to be done like it was i was obsessed with them so that i could learn about them so i could do something about them um, or just looking at, um, correct feelings, right ones, wrong ones, you know, with, with judgment, with, um, expectation, with intention, with, there was a reason I was doing it. And it seemed like a very important one, seemed like a very valid one, um, you know, to, to figure out why I'm feeling this way so that I could not feel it made sense. But that also, because you can't, really do that (laughs) um (laughs) i don't right i don't know if you ever like i don't think feelings have a a cause and effect the way that most of us think they do 
I, the way it looks to me now is life comes as a life as a human being comes with a moment by moment feeling. And we put names and labels to those feelings. And then we look for the reasons as to why they're there instead of just like, that's what life feels like. Like it, it comes with energy passing through my consciousness, you know, through thought passing through my consciousness, whatever that it comes with a feeling. And sometimes they're lovely and sometimes I don't like them. My, you know, my rational mind will say, I don't like this one. Um, but that's just what life feels like. So I guess the difference of the, the being fascinated with it is I'm not, I'm j literally just looking at it. I'm curious about it. I'm just like, wow, how much rage can one human being feel and still be okay? And not feel like I need to, you know, go take it out on anybody or, you know, just like, this is, this is life, feeling it. And then there's all this stuff out there that it looks like it might be part of, but is it really? It's, it's a curiosity thing. Yeah. You know, and listening to you, like there, there's this unbelievable sense and taste of, of freedom, <laughs> even in the tiniest glimpse of what, what I hear you pointing to when, when you, when you are, when the genuine misunderstanding that's underneath it starts to get cleared up, that there is some specific, special, important meaning in this feeling or mm -hmm. that feeling. Mm -hmm. And that, as you said, there's something to do about it. It means something's off. It means I have to fix it. It means I need to address it. As though, as though it needs that and as though we're the only ones that can do that. <laughs> and the, just the, the sense of, of space and freedom when you realize, oh my gosh, this system, this amazing million faceted system of feeling, like it, it, it's self-contained, if you will, like it, mm. it takes care of itself, like you described earlier. It's always on the move. It's always in flow. It's always reflecting where our world of thinking is planted in the moment. And, and that's it. That's it. <laughs> like, yep. I just, I loved when I started to glimpse this, I absolutely fell in love with not having that job anymore. Like I actually thought, oh, this is how people live their life. This <laughs> is where they get all the energy. This is how they have time and mental space to get excited about stuff and create stuff and do stuff and enjoy themselves. Because oh my God, they're not yeah. doing this full-time job of trying to wield something that isn't even solid to begin with. Yeah. Oh my God. Listener, whoever is listening, take a second and consider genuinely. You probably, you may or may not have actually thought about this, but think about how much time and energy you have spent throughout your life trying to manage your own feelings. <laughs> it's not very funny, is it? <laughs> it only is now because, <laughs> yeah, because that, that, you know, I'm okay with that. Like I've, I've uh, like, but what, yeah, exactly what you're talking about. When I was like, holy shit balls, <laughs> that's not, 
not only is it not my job, it's a job I couldn't do anyway. Yeah, <laughs> it's a double let go. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, and it, I never realized until I was more and more in, and there's no end to this. It's not like I'm constantly in this Zen place and I can totally like, if I am in the moment feeling rage, I'm not also like, and this is the feeling of life passing through me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not there. It's, You're it's not rage. in a yoga pose when it's <laughs> going on. <laughs> no. And the last time it happened, I was, um, Bless my husband's heart. He didn't know what to do with me. I was in the shower. It was, I've never had a rage cry before. I was just rage crying at the bottom of my tub, like a really sad movie scene. <laughs> Why is it always in the bathroom? Like <laughs> on the bathroom floor <laughs> or in the shower. <laughs> Absolute rage cry. But in hindsight, right? Not in the moment, but in hindsight, oh my God, I felt so alive. Yeah. You know what memories coming back to me? It was just, it was less than, it was like three or four days after I'd come out of a surgery and been given a, a cancer diagnosis. And I, I would lay in bed in the morning, those first few mornings after I got home. And I was just, as, as something like that can do, it can bring you really sharply into the present. Mm -hmm. And as I would lay in bed, I would feel... I could watch the waves of fear literally come up my body, like mm -hmm. into my toes and up my legs and out my chest and out my head. And it was waves. I mean, like the tide, it would just come and it would go and it would come and it would go. And I could physically feel it move through all the parts and pieces of me. Wow. And like you were saying a minute ago, actually just watching it, being curious about it, being fascinated by it, being present with it, without any agenda, without the need to do anything. All the truth of what we're pointing to, of what we see is in that, is in that experience. Mm. It's not like you gotta go read a book about it. <laughs> <laughs> or even listen to us <laughs> right <laughs> I think about that a lot I'm like nobody actually needs to hear this but it's so still helpful to hear if you don't if you don't know that you already know <laughs> yeah or if you're not looking in this direction yeah it can be helpful yeah I would love everybody for for everybody to know what this is for themselves and then be out of a job and then go do something else yeah. <laughs> with my life. <laughs> what, um, you know, something came up, to, uh, there's two questions in the back of my mind. Um, have you noticed, so we do tend to talk about, because most people are looking for some sort of cure or management of the quote unquote bad feelings. And that's why I think we tend to talk about it through those, like the ones that nobody wants to be with. Have you noticed the quote unquote, like since you've kind of seen this for yourself and had these kind of insights and have you noticed a difference in the quote unquote good ones? <laughs> mm, good question. Hmm. 
well, I, I think the most obvious for me is that, that they never, ever, ever have to be forced or that I never have to do something to create them. I used to think it was, it was a gift on offer if I, if I met the formula. You know, if I, if I did what was required, then I could be happy. Then I could relax. Right. Oh my then God, I could the be formula. Peaceful. Yeah. Yeah. The and recipe. It was, the, and it was endlessly step step. looking for it. Endlessly uh, looking for it. And that's it. what everybody, I mean, not to go back to our old topic, the self-help world is the, the formula, the recipe, the steps. The, right. The, the, yeah. Right. Oh, but I, I discovered, you know, especially during my experience of cancer, it, that just letting whatever was in my circle be in my circle mm. while it was in my circle is what gave me eyes for what was always there beneath it. And that was this feeling of I'm okay. Yeah. And it was like, oh, <laughs> there you are. Mm. No requirement, no prerequisite, no formula, no recipe. Oh my gosh, that's just the feeling of me. That's Ooh. the feeling of the circle in which it all passes through. Ooh. And, and then it became easy and effortless and spontaneous and just there when it was there. And yeah, sometimes I can't see it. Sometimes I think, oh my gosh, I got to get back there. But that always passes too. And and it's when when you when you realize that you're made of a substance that feels good there's nothing to do to get there and you just i, I find myself there and aware of it much more often and easily than, than i used to what mm. about you i'm just like i'm hanging out in this idea of the feeling of me that you just said um, most people, most of the time have no idea what that means. I, and it certainly wasn't me. I, I didn't for a long time. And it's kind of like a, a metaphoric statement, of course, but the feeling of me, I, this, I can only speak from my own experience and I, but I think it applies to many people. Most people don't know what they feel like. They know what their emotions feel like. And they think that's the same thing. Like I feel sad when I'm feeling sad. The me, me is sad. <laughs> um, so I feel sad. Me is happy. I feel happy. There's an actual difference <laughs> between who you are and the things that the you that you think you are feels. <laughs> I think I went a little bit too far down the rabbit hole, but no, but I mean, it's huge. That, I mean, that is, that is it. It's just, I mean, what, what if all that's going on is that everybody's way too over-identified with their thinking and feeling? Yeah. You know, I mean, that's it. Like they, they just, they, and to the point that we do, we think we are that. And that's why we're so invested in fixing it. <laughs> well, yeah. And the moment, the moment we start to see a difference, or feel the difference and feel that one is always here and one is always passing through. 
it's just a game changer. And there, you're right. There isn't a perfect way to talk about it. Mm. There, there isn't a straight way to point at it, but it's such a gorgeous place to look. You know, what, what can you see about the part of you that isn't what you're always thinking and feeling? Mm. The part of you that doesn't come and go. The part of you that was fully intact and there when you were three days old. You know, I was just thinking that um, the, the, the good feelings, the bad feelings. And so it's been a, like, I've, I, I, I've uprooted myself, temporarily moved back to the, t- the tiny little town I grew up in Northern Idaho um, to be with my mom and help my family. And, you know, it's, it's been all kinds of emotions, but it's interesting that, you know, you do just kind of get into a rhythm um, and there's, you know, there can be a, a bit of security, even though it's always going to be temporary <laughs> in a rhythm. And our rhythm got thrown off because my mom is net, we're going to um, put her in a, a memory care facility, which is overall for the best, but it comes with all kinds of thoughts <laughs> about it. And we got the call just last week. Um, I want to say it was Thursday. And I was with my mom and dad at the time. They called. They said, there's room available. Okay, we're going to take it. I came back to the place I'm staying. And I remember walking in the door going, like, before it happened, like this mental idea of like, I'm going to ball my eyes out now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and just sitting on the living room floor and bawling my eyes out and grieving. And I felt so safe to feel that because I knew this feeling's going to pass. Like the, I, I knew that the me that feels the thing cannot be consumed by the thing. So I just grieved and I cried and I bawled my eyes out and my face got filled with all the fluids and <laughs> leaked. And, and then the next day I let myself sleep in and it was a lovely fall day up here. Went for a gorgeous bike ride. Uh, just a beautiful day. I was upbeat. I was hopeful. I was all kinds of lovely feelings and I got some little projects done and it occurred to me, wow, if I didn't know it was safe to feel the bad stuff, I wouldn't also know that it's safe to feel the good stuff. And by that, I mean, had this been a few years ago before I kind of had all these different ideas about feelings, I would have felt guilty for feeling good. I would have felt like I wouldn't have let myself just feel what I was feeling, which was good. I wouldn't have, I would have been like, oh, or I would have dampened of like, okay, well, today's a good day, but I got to get ready for the big move. You know, tomorrow we're going to have to start packing our stuff. And, or you like, would have still been hung over from the day before thinking or it wasn't too. okay to let all that out. <laughs> right? Yeah. And it's so interesting. I'm like, oh, wow, even the good stuff can come and go clean. Like the feeling. Oh, that's just gorgeous. Yeah. Like that a feeling can come and go clean. Like grief can come. It can like screw you up in the way that grief does. And then it can just go. Well, and when, you, when, you're, when you're able to understand what's happening at that level, there's just a really gorgeous movement to it. There's no, even in the moments when you feel stuck, like you're never going to get out, when it's being fully allowed and untouched and hands off, but all in, then it 
it can change that quickly because it's actually made of stuff that changes that quickly. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yes. You know, that it's just reflective of what it's made of when we don't get in there and mess with it. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's gorgeous. A, it's a cliched metaphor at this point for us anyway, in our world, but it's weather, right? It's like all of a sudden a storm can just come out of nowhere and it can be scary and intense and, and, but it can go real, they can go really quick too. Like, and sometimes weather is, you know, subtle and slow and it does, it is kind of cloudy for several days and, but and then it can kind of slowly get sunny and it's like that's just it all does it on its own yeah just a bunch of flavors of weather like there's one last question I don't know if it's a question because and this is kind of the thing I always think when it comes to like it's all really it's it's beautiful for me to know all these things and feel these things and it's nice I'm in the business, though, of helping other people see it. Um, what do you think would be valuable for people to know? Because, because we are trained to be in that self-help mode, like, ah, somebody else has figured out a formula or somebody else has the answer, so I'll just listen to them. And, I, and I've noticed this in my coaching practice when I'm trying to point to this, people will look for the formula like, oh, okay, so when I'm feeling really bad, I just need to tell myself that this will pass. <laughs> you know, they're still looking for the, the right idea. And I know that as so long as you think this is an idea and it's just a nice thing that you can write down and repeat to yourself or um, it, you're not going to actually get the benefit of seeing it. Yeah, it's we it's very human of us that we we want to do something to get to the space we're talking about rather than see something yeah to get to the space we're talking about what and i, I know but, it's like yeah well this this is related but the the only thing that was that's kind of still sitting there for me is is just looking for a minute at the genuine misunderstanding of where feelings come from mm and how how they are connected related to reflective of thought and i wonder if that's that's the missing link from trying to do something to get there versus looking in a direction to see something about it mm. yeah what do you think this is you know this is a the in essence, one of the questions I'm constantly asking myself as a coach is like, how do other people see it? How did I see it? I don't even really know. <laughs> like, yeah. how did I get here? Like, it was just a, a journey of curiosity, um, of trial and error, really, because I did do plenty of the, oh, they have the formula. Let me do things the way it looks like they're saying to do things. And, um, but yeah, I guess it is. It, to me, it always just comes down to questioning ourselves, questioning things. You know, it is, if I wasn't so obsessed with this feeling, what could I see in this feeling? If I wasn't trying so hard to get to a different feeling, what could I see about where I am? Yeah, there's just, there's a, a flavor of just 
be, being willing to be wrong about the way it looks to you, <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's a tough one. That is, it's so human to be like, aha, I figured it out and now I'm going to hang on to this. Right. But I'm guessing if you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> if you're still with us, <laughs> yeah, if, like, if you're still with us, <laughs> you know, there's something about, okay. I mean, when we, when some, when a certain way of looking and seeing and moving in the world stops working for us, you know, we, we're willing to go to the edge. Yeah. We're willing to look beyond. We're willing to get a little bit curious. We're willing to try stuff. We don't, we can't really see clearly yet, or even just look in a new direction. Mm. And I, that's what I hear you inviting people to do is get, get curious about how you hold feelings, the meaning that you make of them, and the infinite world of making meaning out of emotions, <laughs> you know, and what's before that <laughs> and beneath it and behind it. What can you see about just what they are and, and how you, you engage and how they pass through and what it means to be human when it comes to the universe of feelings? Mm. Once again, Murr, I think you have the final thought. <laughs> that seems I was like a lucky. <laughs> perfect place to leave it in my mind. <laughs> Sounds great. That was fun. That was fun. Thank you so much for listening. If you have enjoyed this podcast episode, please do share it. We would really appreciate that. Also, feel free to leave us a comment or review wherever you may be listening to this. We would love to hear from you. You can listen to more episodes and get extra notes at briangrebel.com slash then again. You should also check out Mer's website and learn more about her at mermonson.com. That is it for this episode. Until next time, take care.